I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito. I'm so happy you're joining us today. Especially grateful for Amy Lloyd, one of my precious kids in the youth ministry from years ago who listens to the podcast. And she is the sponsor for today's episode. So thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. So appreciate it. During this time, particularly appreciate it. Yes, seriously, y'all. If you enjoy The Remedy, we would really appreciate um, you considering to be a sponsor of an episode. Every episode is around $200, um, but any amount would be so appreciated. Um, so... It's easy. All you have to do is go to tovacito.com, click on the remedy, and click on make a contribution. And we would absolutely love it. Okay, so we are in the middle of this uh, crisis. And Janice and I uh, did a podcast on, we just recorded a podcast on ways to handle the stress and anxiety of it all, um, which is one side of it. Um, but I thought I would do a little one-off on positive ways to, to deal with this. Um, I just took my hat off. Am I having really bad hair day? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I was telling you about my greasy hair before the show started, so don't worry about it. But, the color of your jacket makes it look like you have pink in your hair. I keep thinking you have like a pink streak or something, oh, but it's really? just the inside of your collar. That's yeah. so funny. Nope. I do not have a pink streak, but I'm, think so. I might think about it with all the extra yeah. time. <laughs> Could be cool. Um, so I thought it might be good to focus on some positive ways to handle this and get through this. Um, you know, certainly everyone to varying degrees has a little bit of anxiety and stress around this. So hopefully the podcast with Janice helps. And I hope this one um, is a blessing to you as well, and maybe some positive ways to get through all of this. So um, I just made a list, Kev. I'm going to go down it. I'm very interested in this list. Well. Because as I told you, I've already been very lethargic during the uh, self-isolation Yeah, stuff. it's easy to do. It is. It is easy to do. And you, I mean, Janice described it as a heavy, dark blanket over humanity, and it's just... It's kind of true. It you is. Know, you feel it. You mm -hmm. feel it. So you have to like work to stay positive. It is. It's, it's, a, it's, and that's my first one is make up your mindset. Like, I think that, I mean, it's hard to believe that all of this is temporary. It's hard to believe that, you know, the sun's going to shine and we're going to all be sitting on a patio again, drinking a beer really soon. You know, relatively speaking, speaking, yeah, this is a moment in time, and so I mean, just like anything in our history, you know, I'm, I'm, I've thought about like this has given me an appreciation for easy times. And oh yeah, good, me too. Good days, you mm -hmm. know, because every day I wake up, since this has 
began and I've had to like make up my mind about my outlook. You have to make up your mind. You kind of do, you know, otherwise it'll, it'll take you down, Mm -hmm. whether it's worry or fear or frustration or anxiety. It's easy because you, you almost have an excuse to let it get away from you right now. Yeah. Yeah, we do, but you can't, you know, we, we have to manage our mindset. And, you know, Janice, Janice said in, in the recording we just did, she, I loved what she said, like make a positive plan every day. Like a positive plan is a really good, that's good advice, you know, whether it, no matter what it is, but it's like making, um, making up your mind about how it's going to go, how today's going to go. Um, and just your headspace that you're going to allow yourself to engage in. Yep. Um, another thing that I recommend is that you help someone. You help someone else. So this was so sweet. One of my dear friends, Jema, who's just precious and always so thoughtful, she was going to the store last night, and she texted us, like this group of friends that we have, and she said, hey, I'm running to the store Tell me what I can get y'all and I'll put it on your porch. And you know, I thought that is so nice. That is nice. You know, that is so nice. If she has to go to the store anyway mm-hmm. and I need some milk and that means I don't have to go to the store and be around people like it. Minimize the, yeah. Yes. For sure. I thought that is so thoughtful and that is so nice and I didn't need anything, but if I did, I would have told her, you know, because I think, it's good for everybody. Yeah, it's really good for everybody. And so I think there's, you know, I hadn't thought of that before. I, I had not thought, oh, I'm going to the store. I wonder what I can get my neighbors. Yeah. But, you know, we should be thinking about ways to help each other. You're right. And I just, it was something small, subtle, simple, but totally kind and helpful. So I think there's ways to help other people. And I think that we should, I think that can be part of our positive plan, you know. I really do. Um, okay, I don't know about you, but I have some clean closets because of all the time that I've had at home. <laughs> I have really clean electronics and appliances. <laughs> well, I have really, like my linen closet is clean, uh, which is never clean. Uh, I, cl- I took off all the cushions on my couches, all my pillows. I laundered those. Like I, I have... <laughs> it's like so productive. Yes, I cleaned busy. out my laundry room. I cleaned up my bookshelf. Like I'm I my closet is next. But like this is this is we're home, right? So this is an opportunity for us to like how many things, how many stacks, piles do you walk by every single day and think, "Oh, I need to clean that up." You know? Oh, yeah. Everybody or, has or those. Or some, whatever it is. You uh-huh. know, I need to. And I know then, it needs to be done, but I'm not doing it right now. Yeah, today's not the day. Well, today's the day. Today, yeah, now yeah. is the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody always talks about spring cleaning. Like, I don't know. My house has never been more clean than it is right now. I, I kind of love it. I love it. Um, okay. Uh, I think you should... Um, I think that you should try something you've never done before. And I don't even know what that means. But, I mean, we're limited in what we can do. Exactly. That's why I'm like, what do you have in mind? But, you know, even just people, the people out walking, you know, the people, people are doing push-ups, you know, and sit-ups at home because 
they can't go to the gym. I mean, I don't know. I just think that this, you know, we have every excuse why we can't do something. And I just think this is also an opportunity for us to do something we haven't done before. I mean, whether, I mean, watching a show that we've been meaning to watch, uh, doing puzzles with your kids, uh, learning how to uh, needlepoint. I mean, I don't know what it is, but like there's just, there's ways. I'm going to work on that one. There's productive ways do that. for us to try something new that we've never, try a new recipe, you know? Like, I mean, I love to cook, so Me too. this is a great opportunity to like think about all the recipes that you'd love to try or do, but you think that takes too long. It's been so hard to find meat though. Yeah, it is not easy to. But I hear, I hear Central Market. Central has Market everything, is, but they're a little they're a little pricey. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are pricey. They are pricey. Um, so I I don't know. Even trying new recipes, I think get your and and you know what else? Like somebody uh sent me. They were they knew I was doing a podcast. Well, because I talked about it on Instagram. And it was a single dad who reached out and he was like, this is all, he sent a list of all the things that he has done with his kids. It was like, we've made pizzas, we've done, done, uh, God, what did he say? It was like funny, like all the things, <laughs> a lot, new things a lot of that he has done. Uh, you know, they filled up all the, the air in their, in the tires in the <laughs> garage. And I mean, my kids, I'm making my kids clean out the garage this week, like, that, That's a good one. Yeah. Like, oh, but one thing that he recommended, he was like, remind people to involve their kids. He taught his kids how to do laundry this week. Like they don't know, they didn't know how to do laundry. And I mean, my kids know how to do laundry, but there's- I didn't learn how to do laundry until I was in my teens, for sure. Yeah. There's just things that we don't know how to do. There's things our kids don't know how to do. I, I think it's just a really good time to involve your kids in being part of the solution too. I think you're right. You know? And- I don't know. Involving my kids in the kitchen has, I think it's, I think it's important. Do any of your kids like to cook? Oh yeah. Georgie, yeah. Georgie says after he's done playing in the NFL, he's going to open a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I would have guessed he was the one who liked to cook. Oh yeah. He, and he's a really good cook. He has great taste. He always adds spices. I wouldn't think of. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah. He's, he's a creative type. He is a creative, very creative type. Um, Another thing that we can do uh, with our kids is is take them on walks with us. Like my daughter, my kids are 16, 16, and 14. I can't remember the last time any of them have walked the dogs with me or gone on a walk with me. And my daughter and I have gone two miles almost every day together, taking the dogs, just gone on a walk. That's awesome. Like that's, you know, there's, there's silver linings in all of it. Can we know? still go out for walks after this thing kicks in tonight? With the- yeah. Okay. You can go on walks. You're just supposed to keep safe distance from people, gotcha. which I have. Yeah. And people are, you know, if I say hi to someone, I'm six feet away. Yeah. Yeah. But I, no, people are, in fact, mental health professionals are really advising people to get outside. I don't like, think I've ever seen the kitty trail more popping than I have. Yeah. Well, people, everything else is a ghost town except. People are out there. People are upset about that because there's too many people on yeah. the Katie Trail. So, I mean, I, I rode my bike there the other day. I loved it. It's so nice to be. It's like somehow being outside, seeing my neighbors, it makes things feel a little more normal. Do you not 
do you feel less motivated when it's uh, cloudy weather? Yes. To walk? Yeah, yeah. But it, but I force myself to get outside. I have forced myself, and I have a really bad knee. And like walking, running, it's hard. It's hard on my body. But I have just and I've had a really sore knee the last week. But I've got to get outside. I I'll, I climb the walls. But I do appreciate like all the studios that are doing like online classes. Like you can find yoga classes online mm-hmm. right now. Peloton, I know, is amping up their online stuff. Like people are making adjustments, which I really, really appreciate. We have to be able to exercise. Yeah. And I, I hardly ever do. I mean, oh. I'm an active person in my daily life, but I never dedicate time to any kind of working out. I know it's bad. No, I'm not judging you. And my um, wife doesn't either, but her excuse is she watches three-year-olds all day, so she's constantly oh, squatting she's, and lifting and whatever. And she's and like, she says that counts as her If she exercise. wore a step counter, <laughs> she would. Oh, yeah, she is. You and your wife should go on walks. Yeah. You should. I think that's a good idea. Like, maybe that's the thing that you try or start. Like, really, if you just, I promise you, Kev, if you took a 30-minute walk with your bride every day, it would help your mood. I'm going to do that. Yeah. But I, I'd already picked out what I'm going to do different. Something new, though. I'm oh. going to learn how to use her cricket because I really want to know how to do it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like a little thing. Uh, a lot of teachers really like them where you can like print and customize things. Oh, it's, it's like all the little things that she makes that make her so creative. Exactly. Yes. I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. That'd okay, be cool. do that. So I'm going to do that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to try to get her to learn to play video games, and she's never done that. Uh, <laughs> so we're both going to... And I'm going to challenge y'all we're to going go to walk, on a walk. 30-minute yeah. walk we're doing every that. day. It will, it will totally change your mood. I need that. Yeah, you do. You do. You had, I mean, you talk about how this has been hard for you. Yeah, You've for been sure. more lethargic. Mm-hmm. So doing... You know, it's it's not easy to motivate yourself, especially like if you're already in and it's cloudy or it's cold mm-hmm. and it's rained so much. I'm over the rain. But we have like I just we just looked at the ten day forecast. Sunny and warm. We gotta get outside. That's like such a gift that it's gonna be sunny. Ugh. I one hundred percent agree. Got, I won't sleep as late, I guarantee you. We have got to see the sun. It felt like, good to get up this morning though and come into the studio. It really did. I mean, I didn't get up super early. I got up like eight, but lately I've been sleeping till one o'clock. So <laughs> it felt good to just to kind of get can. up and feel my routine again. You know, I've forced you out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. Um, so I think you should go like go on walks with your kids. Go on walks with your spouse. That's a that's a your significant other. That's an easy thing to do that can boost your mood. Yeah. Um. Okay. One thing that I have loved is I feel like being in lockdown has kind of, not kind of, it has allowed me to notice nature more. And you already a nature person. But I am digging like all. I think I actually have too, and let you mention it though. The spring, things are blooming. And we talked about this with Janice. Like, it's like, it's such a beautiful time of year. And like, when do we have time to really, really, really notice the birds singing, the grass growing, yep. the zellias blooming, the tulips. I mean, it, the birds are going bananas right now. It's so cute. So I don't know. I think that this is a really unique time to pause and pay attention to nature. Nature is so healing. It really is. Don't you think? I don't Does know. Does nature heal you? I don't think so. Oh, nature so heals me. I want to have that enlightenment, but... 
It's so healing to me. I think it is to my wife, though. She loves watching all animals. Mm-hmm. She loves the squirrels by our, our apartment. Me too. She goes out and feeds them and all kinds of stuff. I don't feed them, but I sure <laughs> think they're cute. Yeah, she feeds them corn. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, okay, I think we should try it during this time, because I think it affects our mood. I know it affects our mood to eat healthy and not drink too much. Yeah, it's, and it's tough right now. It is tough. A lot of people have talked about that with me, you know, like moms who stay home and usually like can't wait for five o'clock. They're like looking at the clock at three, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, I just been grazing all day really. and struggling with happy hours. And I mean, it's, it's easy. It's easy to do. And we don't have anywhere to go. We don't have anything yep. to do. It's easy to not be healthy. I find like looking at my watch and thinking, is three o'clock too early to start drinking beer <laughs> during the Corona apocalypse? Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of people, are struggling with that. So I would just encourage you to, not you, all of us, I mean, myself included, to try really hard to eat healthy. And, you know, drinking adds to anxiety. Oh, big time. Big time Mm -hmm. and depression. I mean, it just does. It makes you feel lethargic. If I get drunk, I am so anxious the next day. Are you? Yep, I hate it. So I hardly ever do. But if it's like a special occasion or something, but yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, that's just proven. And we all need to decrease that right now. And Does it count as healthy eating if you have like a small can of tuna and some canned spinach? Yeah. Or like some cashews or you know what go-go squeezes are? Yes. I love those. Yes. Makes me feel like I'm eating space food. But I mean, <laughs> is it still considered healthy-ish if it's canned stuff? Sure. Like I think that? it just depends on what it is, you know, but I think it, what we're putting in our bodies affects our minds and yeah. our souls. And I think that it's just a really important time to take care of ourselves right now. I can go the other way, though, if you're someone who always eats healthy. I mean, I eat pretty healthy. And then last night we got Wingstop. And God, it was so comforting. Like, just hit the spots and mm. like saucy, greasy wings and fries. It was yeah, great. It's not bad to do that every once in a while. That can be very Comfort comforting. Food is, but yeah, don't slip into where you're eating junk all day, every day. Because yeah. that's going to. It's easy to do. Oh, it's super we're easy all to home. do. Yeah. Um, okay. I think it would, Janice talked a little bit about this too. And I was like, Janice, you're still in my thunder, but she, uh, recommended keeping a gratitude journal. And I so recommend the same, like every morning I do, I've told y'all this before, but I have a gratitude journal. It's called the five minute journal. You can get it on Amazon and it, it forces you to reflect and even write down three things that you're grateful for three things that would make today great that you can control because you can't, I mean, it would be great if it was sunny, but I can't control that. So right. three things well, that would make- an illusion anyways. Yes, which we mm-hmm. know from Janice. Yep. <laughs> so uh, it's three things you're grateful for, three things that would make today great, one affirmation. And then at the end of the day, you write down two things that you're really grateful for for about today. Two great things that happened today and one thing you could have done better. It's good. That's hard to do during this time though. Yes. Well, harder. Not, but does yeah. it have to be written? I think it matters. Yeah. I really do. Handwritten? I think, yep. Even if you have a notebook, you know, wake up every day and write down three things you're grateful for that day. You know? Yeah. I'm, that's very doable. I'm grateful today that nobody I know is really, really sick. I'm, I am grateful... I'm grateful for the extra time that I have with my kids that I wasn't planning on. I am grateful for that. Yeah. 
And I'm grateful that I'm grateful that I have financial security, you know, that like That's a good one. Like right now in the unknown, like a lot of pe- I feel sad, you know, I feel sad for people who are struggling and who will struggle. And Which is a lot. Yeah. Most even. Yeah, most most and man i'm praying a lot for those people i really am it's it's scary it is a scary time it's a scary time for a lot of people i'm grateful for this moment just to be you know that i'm still doing what i love right now yes and that's i'm grateful for that to be able to come in and still do that yes i mean isn't it so funny like and you know what kev that's what i think these moments in time why they can be blessings because what it does it's kind of like forces you to push reset. Like Absolutely. Damn. I took I took my job for granted. Everything for I yep. took I took going to the grocery store 100% for granted. I took my health for granted. I took peace for granted. I took financial security for granted. I took my paycheck for granted, you know. I was reading in the Dallas Morning News yesterday about a couple he, I can't, I don't, I don't remember. I took toilet paper for granted. Yes, yes, full shelves, meat, meat in the, in the grocery store. I mean, I went to two different stores last night to try to find eggs. I can, oh, we have no oh, eggs. I think we finally found some brown organic eggs somewhere. But yeah, eggs are hard to find right now. Yes, it's crazy. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail um, you from your article. No, oh yeah. So I read in the Dallas Morning News yesterday about a couple who is like he, he's he was a waiter bartender I don't know which one and I don't know what his wife did but he said after he pays all his bills this month and he and his wife because of what's going on neither one of them have a job right now yeah and he said when he is done paying all of his bills this month he and his wife will have fifty dollars left that's it and I it, like I read that and I just stared you know, at the paper, like, dang, like that's real, Yeah, you know, that's real. And my, my heart just goes out to a lot of people right now. It's hard. It's hard hearing those stories. It's yeah, hard I'm, I'm hearing usually really about good at managing my credit cards. And now I'm just like, I don't even want to know what's the, what, what those numbers look like right yeah. now. Don't, <laughs> it's not you, even you know look. what? We can't, we <laughs> yeah. can't worry about that right now. You're right. We got, we got to do what you know. What we got to do? Yeah, right we got to do what we got to do. Yeah, and and it, it will be okay. It will be okay. It will be okay. Um, you're gonna laugh at this one. I wrote down have more sex. That's good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it's a stress reliever if you're married and you like you have time. You know, I mean, your kids are home, so it's gonna yep. be tricky. But but like, not with me. Yeah. And but, my wife and I joke like this will be great because we can like we'll be together a lot more. We can have sex a lot more. But we're yes. always still unmotivated like we haven't done it once <laughs> well you need to and it's like this is great i can sit around and have sex and play video games and whatnot i don't even end up doing any of the things that i usually enjoy just because i'm so lethargic <laughs> well catch 22 you need to you need to take this opportunity to step it up in the bedroom i will i mean i i think it's like again you know it's a gift of time it that is we don't always have it's just like i'm so not in the mood during all this you, know? <laughs> you need which to is get weird in the mood. yeah <laughs> You can get in the mood quick. Yeah, you're right. That's true. That's not an excuse. (laughs) Okay, I think that we should go out of our way to smile at everyone. Like I, when I'm out on a walk and I'm passing people, I am saying hi to everyone with a huge smile. 
I just think it, and when people do it back to me, it's like, to me, it's the simplest sign of hope. Like this. I like that too. It's going to be okay. You know, like I can still smile. Mm -hmm. People can still smile. Faith in humanity. Yes. Yes. And, and just saying hi and smiling feels really good. It feels really good. And to get it back feels really good. So it's a simple thing, but that can make a difference. Um, okay, one thing that I'm doing during all of this, Kev, is I'm either writing a letter, handwritten letter, or a text message, sending a text message to at least one person every single day telling them what they mean to me because I can. Like, we have time. You oh, know? yeah. You're right. We have time. And it's kind of goes along with the whole gratitude thing. Like this is an op it's an opportunity, right? For me to really reflect on my relationships and be grateful for my relationships and tell people what they mean to me. Um, so I have already written handwritten three letters that I've mailed and I've done two. I've only done it for five days. And I haven't done it yet today, but I'm going to. I've written two text messages long about telling people like what they mean to me, how much their friendship means to me. I wrote one to um, one of my family members. Like, I don't know, it feels really good, you know? And people need it right now. People need love, encouragement. I don't know. It's Hope. made it's made a difference in in my day. Yeah. So I think one letter a day. One text message a day telling somebody what they mean to you. I think it would be good. Definitely. Um, I'm going to try. I can do that. Yes. Yeah. You can do it. For sure. Start, you can start with me. I'll okay. W- I'll wait for it. All right. <laughs> I absolutely will. <laughs> You're on my list, by the way. I made, I made <laughs> a list of all the people that I want to reach out to. Um, I think we need to be patient. It's, it's not easy, especially if you have kids at home and young, I know, young kids at home. I mean, I was thinking yesterday how grateful I am. That my kids are a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I can't, because I'm a much better teenage mom than I was a little kid mom. I just am. If I had littles at home right now, that would be really hard. Like managing their school, managing them with their siblings managing you know all the meals like oh yeah it's just a big it's just a big ask right now so i don't know i think i think we have to really practice patience (laughs) it's not it's not going to be easy no and i'm a very impatient person i don't have kids but yeah and our spouses are significant others oh yeah for sure you know it's just stressful right now and so maybe Instead of reacting, like maybe we just work really hard on our reactions and try to respond instead of react. Yes. Which is hard. My wife has a tendency to nag me when this is all going on. I'm like, when did you become so naggy? And she's like, it's just because of all this. I'm like, I know. But. Well, and you know what I love about that? Like, I that's the, honest. It is. I love that. And my canned answer now, I just brush it off and I'm like, yep, everything I do is wrong. Everything's wrong. I'm like, <laughs> I don't do anything right. I don't put anything in the right spot or you know, whatever. 
<laughs> and that works, and she realizes it. Yes. It's yeah. all trivial. It's not, doesn't mean it, you know. Yes, but it is, I mean, it. I know a, I've had people reach out to me that they're nervous about being around their spouse so much, you know? And if you're, if you're already experiencing stress in your relationship and now you have all this time, mm-hmm. or you're used to, like, your husband traveling a lot or you're used to traveling a lot and now everybody's home and on top of each other. It just adds a dynamic that none of us are really used to. We have to, absolutely. We have to try hard to be patient. I'm in good shape there. I've only been married a year, so we're still, yeah, you know, you got to still, we don't have you any got stress that, in there. You've got yeah. the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. You still got the honeymoon phase. Oh man, I forgot this time. Hopefully they can't hear that. But every Monday around between 11 and noon, they come and do the uh, landscaping. Yeah, work. you know what? That, I always forget to. Well, we've had that before. and You can't tell. Yo. And now that pe- now that we brought it to people's attention. I know. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. The only time it was an issue is when I was doing recording guided meditations, and I was using a voiceover microphone, and so like every time it got calm, you just said, like, mm, in the background, cool. and I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to postpone this. It's kind of like good white noise, though. Yeah, I, I don't like mind it. it. Well, it's like on uh, a lot of radio stations back in the day, and still, you'll sometimes hear like a fire truck go by in the background or something. I was like that. We There was one earlier with Janice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we Our studio is right across from a uh, retirement community, so I'm used to seeing ambulances over oh. there. Oh, that's why. Yep. Um, Sorry for that tangent. No, all good. <laughs> um, okay, I think this is a great opportunity to read. I got two new books at, from Amazon, and I'm really excited. I'm already finishing up one book, and I have two more to read. Like, when do we have time to read? I never So read, many yeah. people don't read because mm-hmm. they say they don't have time to read. I think this is a great opportunity. I mean, Kev, you know I wake up super early. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I haven't been doing, which is so weird, is I'm not I haven't set my alarm because I don't or, which is weird. There's nothing yeah. to set it for. <laughs> I I'm doing it too. It's so weird. Um, but I'm not setting my alarm, so I've been sleeping until like Eight, which is so for you is big deal, yeah. For me, but you know what I've been doing? I have been after my alarm or after I wake up, I just go get my devotionals and then I go get whatever book I'm reading. I've never done this. I've always got up, drank a cup of coffee, done my devotionals at my desk, and then I usually go to yoga. Well, that's all out the door, right? So. What I'm doing is I'm bringing all my devotionals and the book that I'm reading into my bed. I, I have never given myself permission to do this. And like, <laughs> like this from is bed? so crazy for me. Like I know it sounds ridiculous, but like for me to stay in bed and read my devotional and allow myself to read my book in the morning is like I'm usually it's up and drastic. out. It's it yeah. is it is different Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm giving myself permission to do that and i'm not feeling bad about it you know it's i mean it's not the habit that's going to lay over i think anyway you know it won't be no i'll be so excited to get back to normal you know oh i know exactly what you mean but in the meantime it's not normal and so i'm just kind of giving myself permission to do things that i haven't done before you know i've never stayed in bed and red, and I'm loving it. I'm actually really, really loving it. Um, and we both like nonfiction, right? Yes, I only read nonfiction. Me too. Yeah, I love that. 
I love nonfiction because I love to learn. Yep, me too. Yeah. I just love reading new things, real things. Yeah. So I just got a book, uh, 12 Life Lessons or something like that, um, that one of the people that I'm doing their premarital counseling recommended, and it looks pretty interesting. And I'm finishing a book on Blackberry Farms. (laughs) <laughs> which is really interesting. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I find that stuff very, I don't interesting. know. It's kind of goes along with learn something new, mm-hmm. you know, like challenger mind read. Like I just, I just encourage everybody to read. And I really think we should all, we need to know what's happening in the world. Clearly we need to be informed, but this obsession with the news and media right now, I think it's it, it can be really damaging. It to makes your it psyche. so much worse, and yes. I'm so bad about it. It's never comforting. It, it's it's scary. It's very scary. It's very scary, and we need. I think there needs to be you know a healthy amount of fear around this because it will motivate us to do the right thing in you know being contained right. and and following the rules. I think again a healthy amount. Of news is fine and important. It's important for us to be informed, but I mean, sitting with you know a news, the news on all day, it will it will make your head explode. All the press conferences, I I yeah. you got to limit it, mm-hmm. people. You have got to limit the bad news. And, and what I've tried to do is pretty much just cut out cut out anything televised and just read the headlines that are on Google News. Yes. Instead of sitting and having it on all the time. I it think will it's just- come to your phone. If it's bad or it's... Yeah, new, exactly. You're going to know. You know, I get... Uh, CNN does this uh, email that I get every day. It's called Five Things that you can subscribe yeah, to. Yeah, I've heard of that. And I love it. So it tells me the five things, the five things that I need to know today, mm-hmm. whether it's about the election. I mean, I should know who's running for president, right? right? I should know that as of midnight tonight, we're all in lockdown. Like I, I should know. Yes. You should know things. when there's a national emergency. Yes. Things like that. Yes. Um, but I don't need to know every little detail about all of it because it would, it really would affect me negatively. It would, it would s- stress me out in ways I just don't need to be stressed out. Mm-hmm. You know, I've allowed that to happen to me during this, and I know yeah. what you're talking about. It's yeah. easy to let it get to you. Yeah, it's so easy. How could it not? Mm-hmm. You know, we're human, and we're all experiencing this together. So what's happening with you is happening with me. You know, and because so, yep. we're all connected, and especially with this, like, and it's hard not to obsess on that. Yeah, we this this knows no. Race, no income level, doesn't care. It doesn't care, and so it. it we are it's not personal. No, it's not personal. It's we are all connected in this, but we. You just got to limit. You've got to limit your your news and social media. Janice always tells us this. I think it's a really important thing for us to practice is breathing. Like it can feel so overwhelming sometimes, and just pausing in those moments to take three deep breaths to really, really pay attention to the inhale, to really pay attention to the exhale, it's very healing. Breathing helps. It really does. It sounds crazy, but breathing helps. I also think that like there's 
positive things that you should be listening to. There's positive things that you can put your mind. You know, book, a book on tape, a, a podcast. Like, this is a great time to work on things with yourself. Yeah. You know, to change your mindset, change your positive, change your attitude, change your outlook. Like, educate yourself. I don't know. I just think that we're all in lockdown. So, you know, what's worked really well for me is, um, I love talk radio. That's why I got into this business. I love the Howard Stern show. It's like my favorite. And he's even doing shows from home right now. But I don't want to hear what's about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So they have this app called TuneIn. And I go there and they just play old like Howard Stern shows from like the 90s. Oh. So I can go back and listen to it when none of this is going on, you know? Good. And it's kind of just, you it's we need relief. It's, yes. It's like I can still listen to what I like, that's but good. they're not talking about the stuff that's worrying everyone. Yes. Yes. And you know what? So to, that's your thing. Yeah. Like you said, podcasts, there's plenty of those outlets. Yes. Yes. And, and I don't, I don't know. I just think we need to limit the negativity. I think we need to limit, I even think we need to limit how much we're, we're talking about this with our friends, our, I mean, it's, it's every conversation. It's all anyone it's, talks it's about. It's all anyone talks about. And I don't know. There's got to be some other things we can talk about. No matter how hard you try to navigate away, it always comes back to yes, it. Yes. Every time. It really does. It really does. And I think we have to, I think we're in charge of how to manage that. And you know what? To your point, I love that they're doing Howard Stern shows from the 90s just because that makes you feel like normal. It reminds mm-hmm. you that it was normal and it will be normal again. Definitely. It will. We're going to be back to like, listening to crude, you know, dirty joke, oh, yeah. Howard. Sure. <laughs> of course you love him. Well, <laughs> not as much these days, but. Is he, I used to listen to him when I lived in California. Is he still real crude? And yeah, not as much though. Really? He's gotten a lot softer in his older age. That's good. He needed to. He yeah, needed but to I like the old crazy settle Howard. Down. <laughs> the fired shocking, up, angry. The yeah. shocking one. The shocking one. <laughs> um, Okay, one thing uh, that I have loved is like, and I'm curious if you have had any exposure to this, but I have different groups that are taking time out at different times to pray, like a collective prayer. Like I'm on a group right now with 16 girls and every night at eight o'clock, we all pray together. Like not together, but like alone. Like I just have my an alarm set, but at eight o'clock every you night, all do it. we all do it yeah. at the same time. And it just feels good. You know, it feels comforting. Like I'm praying for them. They're praying for me. We're all praying for all of humanity. I mean, like, I don't know. Prayer has brought me a lot of comfort in this. And knowing that other people are praying brings me a lot of comfort because I mean, gosh, God in this is all we have, you know, like, the hope in God is all we have in this. Like God has not left us, you know, he's, he is not, he knows exact, this is not a surprise to him. Right. You know, he is no. not, he has not left us. And I think there's still, there's still ways to find him, seek him. I think now is the time to seek him more than ever. You know, I think having him be a part of, our story and all of this is the only way it's going to have a positive. We're going to get, we're going to have a positive outcome with all of this because 
on paper, if you think about this, Kev, like on paper, this is like for all of humanity to be in lockdown, this is bad. Mm -hmm. You know, this is serious. No one living in this country or on earth right now can has been through anything like this. No, no. I mean, this is apocalyptic mm -hmm. feeling. It just is, you know, it has grabbed all of our attention and it should, you know, and this is serious. And so like if you, if we all just acknowledge that and the fact that for the next two weeks, like minimum, mm -hmm. we are isolated as people, like that's- As a society. Yeah, that's scary. Like if you just acknowledge that, that's scary. And so we have to, and, and if you it's stay- It's still a, a, mostly a preventative measure rather than a responsive measure, which sure. I find a little bit of comfort in, you know? No. It's like we're stopping this from getting really, really bad by yes. staying in. It's not like it's so bad out there that they are forcing everyone inside. Yes, that's very, very true. Like this is, this is for us to get our arms yes. around it. You know, this is for us to get our arms around it. There's hope and prevention. Yes. But just that idea alone is really- like if you really soak that in, like I don't care how positive and happy you are, that's overwhelming. I don't recommend letting that soak in. Yeah, you <laughs> it's know, easy to get it in you over your head. Yes, yes, and so that's my whole point in like having this, you know, short little podcast where hopefully we can provide a little bit of hope because it can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. It just doesn't have to be. We are still in control of, of our mindset. We control our minds. We control our hearts. We control our mouths, you know? And so we control our actions. So who we are in all of this is, it's gonna matter, you know? Like this is when it's time to show up as as who we are, you know? Like it's easy to be amazing on an amazing day. It's not an amazing mm -hmm. day. And yet I think we can still be awesome. In fact, yesterday I was doing premarital counseling with a uh, couple who, um, and I've been doing counseling via FaceTime, uh, which has actually been really, it still works. It worked out? Yeah, yeah. it still totally works. Cool. But I, I, I was asking this couple like how their um, companies were dealing with it. And, and w one of the guys was talking about how their companies made these adjustments. And he was like, our theme for the next 90 days is be awesome. Like be awesome. And I was like, that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like their, their company has, has, has inspired him all of them, all of their employees, like, okay, this is this is not going to be easy. You know, it's not going to, working from home is not going to be easy. It's not, you know, we're not connected. We're not, probably not going to be as profitable. Like, it's harder to motivate yourself. Yes, home. yes. It just but is. Just be awesome. Like, just be awesome. I was like, I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Did you add that to your list? No. For today, but be awesome on there. Yeah, it, it, I, but I'm saying it now because yeah. I think that that's, 
So good. And then I just got this and I think, I think this is so, um, so good. It is a tweet from Michael Young. Um, I think this is a good reminder when it comes to like our kids and school, because I mean, some people have asked me like, so, or, you know, how are you going to do homeschool? And I'm just like, I don't know. Nobody knows, really. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm waiting for the school to email yeah. me to tell me what to do. You know, I, there's a reason my kids are not homeschooled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and this is so disorganized. There's no way this will can hold up, really. I mean, yes. can these grades really count? I mean, is this all real? It's. I know. I know you got to keep learning, but I, you know, I don't know how that whole thing is going to work out. Well, because yeah, no one was prepared to all of a sudden be a homeschool parent. Good God, no. And I mean. I anyway one one of um, Michael Young's uh, kids teachers sent this in an email and I thought it was really 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 insightful. It says, "Don't worry about them regressing in school. Every single kid is in this boat and they will all be okay. When we are back in the classroom, we will all course correct and meet them where they are." Teachers are experts at that. Don't pick fights with your kids because they don't want to do math. Don't scream at your kids for not following the schedule. Don't mandate two hours of learning time if they are resisting it. If I can leave you with one thing, it's this. At the end of all of this, your kids' mental health will be more important than their academic skills. And how they felt and were loved by you at this time will stay with them long after the memory of what they did. During those four or more weeks is long gone. So keep that in mind every single day. Simple. Smart. And you know what? I think it's just kind of like a, that can apply to everything, you know? Like, it's not going to be perfect right now. No. It's just not. Do the best you can. Do the best you can. Businesses are going to take a hit. Families are going to take a hit. Finances are going to take a hit. Oh, like, yeah, the economy, the economy everything. Everything, everything is turned upside down right mm-hmm. now. And so just, you know, Janice reminded us, and I think it's a good one, look at your toes. Like, look at your feet. You're here. We're, you know, we're all still here. We're all still healthy. Like, we are. I know a lot of people aren't, and I'm praying for them. But, like, it is all going to be okay. It is. It's all going to be okay. I have faith in that. I have faith in another day. I know we're in this day, but I definitely have faith in another day. I do too. Yeah. We'll get through it, Kev. I'm grateful for all my listeners. I hope this brought you a little bit of sunshine. Um, don't, don't let it get you down. Don't let it define you. Like, I don't know. I think this is a time to rise as people and as a society, as humanity. And in your own little way, rise up, make your, make your light shine. I think there's, I think there's positive things that we can do even, even in this. So go get them. <laughs>